the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast, a show to motivate you and introduce you to celebrities, authors, singers, coaches, and standout entrepreneurs that are making a positive impact in the world. Men and women coming together to share knowledge, having upbuilding conversations centered around business, wellness, education, and life. We connect you with some amazing people and opportunities. It's your time to shine, and we help you do that. We love sharing your stories of success and spotlighting you, the entrepreneur. We love to laugh. We love to smile. We love to celebrate you, and we love having fun. So go grab a seat, get a snack, and don't forget your beverage. It's time for you to come share, shine, and grow. Yes, it's time for the Tina Ramsey Show. Let's get started with your host, Dr. Tina J. Ramsey. Hello, hello, everybody. How are you doing tonight? I am so happy to be here with you tonight because we have our amazing feature guest, Cal G. He is changing the lives through hip hop freestyling. He is doing his thing. He says that it's time for him to share his story. And he's all the way born and raised in Philly. So I, you know, I love my old fashioned Philly cheesesteak. Okay. So he's a man at my own heart. And the interesting thing is not only is he very accomplished, but he is also the great godson of the epic Mahalia Jackson. So what I want to do, I want to bring him on so that he can finally tell his story in his words and so that you can get to know him and connect with him and what he do because he's bringing positivity to this rap world. And you know we need some positivity over there in that industry. So without further ado, let's bring on Cal G, the CEO of Military Camp Records. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. How's everybody doing? We, I'm doing great. I'm just so happy to be here because I know that you are a busy man. So the fact that you took the time to come on over to the <laughs> Tina Randall Show and share your story. We're all about storytelling and for you to share your story in your own words so people know the real real okay <laughs> at, the end, at the end of the day so first of all having such wonderful lineage coming being the great godson of Mahalia Jackson and then you're walking into your purpose and what you desire to do because you're not only a rapper or what you call freestyler but you're a producer mm-hmm. you're an entertainer Mm-hmm. And, you know, they just say that you're just an all-around hustler. So what gave you the drive to start doing everything that you're doing? <laughs> uh, well, that's real simple. When you grow up on the south side of Chicago, and um, like every other month, you got to hang a stitching cord out the window, you know, to the to the power line on the bottom of the light pole in the alley, you know, to get power. Oh, wow. Oh, you know, you got to climb up on the, the telephone pole next door to get cable. Because, you know, back then, you, you put the, the splitter up. Yeah, 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 you could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we kept it on the down level. We, yeah, you could. <laughs> but that's what got us into the music. You know, we was looking at how we was living, all the stuff we had to go through. We was like, it's many ways we can make money. And we already talented in some, some type of way. We just didn't know what it was until we started listening to music. 
okay so you use music as an outlet for positivity for you and i want to give a shout out to our virtual studio audience we have ashley in the building she says good evening and we Hello. have minimal in the building she said hey queen candy podcast welcome <laughs> she said <laughs> and she said i wonder if he ever battle rap of course <laughs> All right, all right, Ashley. He said, "Of course, he battled." I got a story. I got a story for you on the battle rap. Uh, but before I go to the story, uh, you heard a song on the radio called "All I Want to Do Is Zoom, 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 Zoom." And yes, know, just shake your rump. Yeah, I wrote that song. Make a long story short, when I used to battle rap, I was uh, I just uh, went to the Navy. And was getting prepared uh, in SEAL training to deploy for Afghanistan and Iraq. Mm -hmm. And um, I went into this club. It's on base called. Can't think. I don't remember the name of the club. Anyway, it'll come back to me in a minute. But anyway, yeah, go ahead, just hit it. <laughs> and uh, you know they had it. You know people was just moving around and playing the music. They had a big stage with velvet red carpet on it. We was like, I like that stage. I got to get on that stage some type of way. Mm -hmm. So uh, we seen a couple guys in the corner battle rapping. So we went over there one at a time, battle rapped all five of them, bust them out. And after we finished battle rapping them, 10 more guys stepped up. I battle rapped all 10 of them, bust them out. Wow. And after I done that, the owner of the club said, I like the way you sound and you're a good battle rapper. What are we going to do? When you come in the club, we want you to host the club now. So you come in, we give you the mic, Nino Brown bottle with the straw in it, with the spotlight on you, and you walk around and host the club. Wow. So we just walk around hosting the club, and then we took a break and went to the bathroom. This is how I met Teddy Riley. We went to the bathroom. We're in the bathroom trying to use the bathroom, and this guy steady tapping on my shoulder trying to battle rap me while I'm using the bathroom. <laughs> So I'm like, could you let me finish using the bathroom, bro? I got you. Give me one second. So the bathroom turned around, ate him up, head to toe. He had his little couple of his guys with him, ate him up, head to toe. When I turned around and looked, everybody in the club was in the bathroom almost. And wow. in the hallway. Wow. And then they said, make a hole, make a hole. They made a little hole. Here come Teddy Riley. Hey, I want you to come to my studio and um, record a song. Because I like the way you get down. Do you got anything in mind? And I was like, yeah, I got a song for you. It wasn't called Just Shake Your Rump. It was called something else. But Yeah. <laughs> well, wow, wow, wow. I love it when we get that uh, behind the scenes of things and how things happen. But I'm sure everybody, especially uh, all of us from African-American, we know about Zoom, Zoom, Zoom and Boom, Boom. We everybody <laughs> know about that song. Whether you, we, we all know that song. So you said that, I was like, you wrote that? Okay. Yes, okay. yes, yes. So, um, still got the lyrics. Wow. So literally, when I'm listening to all the things that different people say that's on the show, it just, I can really just map things out. I just see how you just basically created opportunities for yourself just by just putting yourself out there. And many times people, they want, to be have an opportunity, but they don't go and take that leap of faith. And so by you taking that leap of faith, you created so many opportunities in a polar effect where everybody, where you met Teddy Riley and everybody was like, wait a minute, he need to be the MC. We need to put him on center stage. We, we like your energy. So people, <laughs> take it from Cal G. 
go ahead and do the thing. Okay. She do said, wow, thing. great story, LL. We definitely need, we definitely know that song. <laughs> I, I got another story for you about another guy you know about. We call him Robert. That's his real name. Oh. We used to be downtown breakdance. We had a little breakdance group. We used to breakdance and rap, and he used to be the singer. Wow. He just currently got himself 30 years in the federal penitentiary. Y'all know. Mr. Robert Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we grew up with him. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow, yeah. it's a small world. So... When I think about all of this, what's going on, you, you in Philly, you, you have challenges, but yet you're not letting those challenges and struggles hold you back. You know that it's something better. You meant for better and you're going to be better. So you create these opportunities for yourself and then you start doing music, but you have a very unique way of doing music because you rap and you use it for positivity. But you said that you said, and I quote, I quote you because you was on, an, on another interview where you said that it's, uh, let me, I'm going to want to read it just like you said it because I thought it was very powerful. You said, I just think that rap music really need a change from what they're used to. What made you say that? And what is the change that rap music need to have? Oh, wow. Let's see where to start on that one. Okay. If you, if you, if you rewind back in time, let's go back to uh, the nineties, late eighties, early nineties. Ooh, that's a good time. Yeah. Take me back. (laughs) So you coming out of the era, the BDP, uh, Rakim, Eric B's, the, 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 uh, fat boys, Ron DMC, LL Cool J's, boom. Uh, Cool Mo D's. You coming out of that era, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So after you get out of that era, then you jump to uh, Mob D, Biggie, Tupac, Digital Underground, so on and so forth. From right there, you got a whole switch in music. And let's not leave out NWA. Yeah. You got a whole switch in music from right there. It went from not dropping no knowledge to it made you think about something or how to start your business or how to get a hustle going that you can get money off of legally. It went from that to this, the drugs you want to do. This is what you want to smoke. Pull your clothes halfway off your behind. Put all this extra stuff on you. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Eve even had women wearing boxing shoes. Boxing shoes have no support, art support. They'll tear your back up. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, if they see it, they mimic it. So Tupac said he had his pants sagging so the world could kiss his you-know-what. Mm-hmm. Where Tupac at now? No shot. Just fat. Biggie, same flavor. I'm black and ugly, but whatever. I'm ready to die. Where's he at? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you recently go from there to today, look at all the rappers that was hot. Then it's dying now. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, when is the change going to hit that make us pull our pants up, look like gentlemen again? Women look like women again. You flip back to the 1920s, the early 20s and 30s, everybody had on suits. All the women had on long gowns, so on and so forth. Everybody dressed like they was going to a ball. Mm-hmm. So the change went from that to T-shirts to sagging pants to so on and so forth. And now we need to change that back into respectable looking young men and women that can still produce good music, mm-hmm. be good actors, be good business owners, be good doctors, be good lawyers, 
be good, whatever they want to be. Be good uh, uh, podcast hosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I agree with it needs to be a change because imagery, messaging, and representation is very, very important. And when and when young people, when they really in their formative years where their their mind developing and their thought and their world perspective is developing, they seeing all this stuff. And in their mind, that's the only way to be accepted, to to get on, to do what you want to do. But it's better ways to do it because you're right. Back in the day, they used to teach us how through the words, teach us how to build businesses. They should teach us about respect for men and women, Um, family, love for family, your children. But now it's like, take them down, do this, do that now. And we get so caught up in the beat that we're not listening to the words. Right. Now, what would you rather hear? MC Light, Paper Thin, or WAP by Cardi? Of course, MC Light. Don't play with me. And Queen Latifah. Don't play. Don't play with me. Okay, let's not go there. Because that's, I mean, I like the real, real. I like the real, real. And I love storytelling, things that make you think and help you grow. And that's why they still here now. Right. Those were female artists. Yes. And yes, yes. Uh, um, as I said, no, no. Um, Maria says um, MC Light, no question. And um, we have Ashley. She said, "Do you currently watch uh, Battle Rap?" I'm sorry about that. I missed that. That was with the other question. Do I but, watch? Yeah, she I, asked, "Do you still do Battle Rap now?" Oh yeah, oh yeah. People, everybody's lunch meat. <laughs> everybody's a sandwich to get ate up. You know, if, if you if that's the arena you want to get in. All right. Well, you know what? So what we're going to do right now, you guys, I want you to hold tight because Cal G is in the building and he's spilling it all and he's telling his story (laughs) in his own words and also taking you on an amazing ride through history, telling them about his journey in this business and how he is changing the narrative with what he does. So we're going to have this commercial break and we'll be back in a moment with the amazing Cal G. CTR Media Network was created for today's podcasters. We provide a safe haven for content creators that are everyday people doing extraordinary things. We have a system of positioning, monetization training, coaching, and support for our podcasters' success. CTR Media Network simply bridges that gap with a level playing field for your dreams to come true cost-effectively. Our team provides a premium service and experience for our podcasters to grow. CTR Media Network provides access, support, resources, coaching, and community for our podcasters to win, if you put in the work. We believe that we are living in a unique time which requires you to share your message of hope with millions of people around the world. Remember that the world is never too saturated for you, your voice and message. A platform for positive impactful media where the content creators are in the driver's seat. Visit our website today by going to www.ctrmedianetwork.com. Yo, yo, right now I want to give a huge shout out to Tina Ramsey and the Tina Ramsey Show. I was a guest on her show about three months ago and the response was outstanding. And she continued to support my brand, continued to support everything that I do as an actor, as a singer, and as an author. Um, My book sales have skyrocketed. Uh, since I did her show. So I just want to give a shout out and a huge thank you to Tina Ramsey. And remember to hit Amazon and type in this week and get the book by Mac Wells that will inspire you, that will encourage you to have the best weeks of your life. Tina Ramsey, you the truth. 
And just like that, we are back. And I'm telling you, I am having, we are having an amazing conversation and a trip down memory lane. Oh, he just made me just start thinking about all the good songs in the 80s and 90s. Okay, so don't let me get started. This is about Cal G, so let me bring him back on. Welcome back. Now, you're making me go back to the good old days, okay, when music was saying something, meant something. So before the commercial break, we was talking about basically how you decided, okay, I'm going to tell my story in my own words. And you also telling me about the rap, the rap battles that you had and interesting people that you met. Mm -hmm. Okay. With all that being said, people say, well, surely this is probably the only thing that he do because this keep him busy enough. But let me tell you some people, this man here is also has his own production company. He, He has a music career. So I want you to tell us about what made you decide to start Military Camp Records? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, of course, you already know I'm ex-military. Yeah. That, that was one of the name-wise. Starting the label was, uh, we went to school to uh, Art Institute of Houston, got our degree in music and video business. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to learn the ins and outs. That's why we when we was down there in Houston, um, we met up with... Um, you know, these guys too, Pimp C, Bun B. I knew who they was before anybody even knew who they was, period. Mm. We were teaching them how to rap. Killer Mike, his first album was named after my old rap name, M-I-C. I taught him how to rap. Uh, so while we was doing all that, while we was in school, we had started a production company instead of a late. Oh, okay. All right, you guys. So we're going we're gonna to bring him back on in a moment having a small little difficulties, but he was, but he was speaking about his label that he's actually starting. And what I like about Cal G as he come back on, um, he's doing something about, you know how sometimes you have a problem, but then you create a solution to the problem. So what I'm going to do right now, I, I'm going to bring Cal G back on and okay. go ahead and finish uh, what you were saying about you decided to start a label. Okay. Okay, so like I said, when you start a production company, you only get 45%. Opposed to a label getting 100%. Just like if you're a sole proprietor, you get 100%. If you're an LLC, you get 45%. People don't know this stuff. So once we figured that out, we're like, well, we might as well just start a label. Mm -hmm. So at that time, we was talking with uh, your boy Lil J. Rap a lot CEO, and uh, he offered us a, a, a 10 year deal with no advance, and in the hopes that if your song doesn't go triple platinum, you get shelved and no release for 10 years. So, we didn't sign that, so we skipped over that. Then, we got this other production company wanted us to do something with them, they wanted us to sign, we was only going to get 2%. We didn't sign that. Mm-hmm. Then we, uh, uh, well, I, that's a whole nother song before I get the shorty low. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> uh, uh, so from that point, we was like, okay, all these contracts is bogus. Mm-hmm. All y'all, all y'all really saying here is you want the money. The artist is really going to be nothing but a puppet. And you're just going to benefit from all his puppetry that you're going to make him do. Wow, wow, wow. And so many times we hear these stories of, just think about TLC. 
let's just think about TLC for a moment. If you know the life story about TLC, how they was selling out concerts, triple, double platinum, and they was broke. And so Cal G is really sharing all of this with us and how, but he was able to read the contract and understand what was going on beforehand. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to bring Cal G back on so he can continue his story about this because this, all of you that want to get into this music biz, it's more than just doing your passion and singing and, and rapping. You need to understand the paperwork. Just don't sign over your life and be an indentured slave. No. That's basically what it is. <laughs> so go ahead, so, Cal. Take it away. So I'll make a long story short. We did all that, looked at all these contracts, hung out with all these people, checked them out, performed at all their shows, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then we we really wanted to start our label technically after we ran into uh, P. Y'all call him Master P. But when we ran into P, he was riding around in an all red PT cruiser with bout it, bout it written all over the car. Mm. And he was asking me if I thought the song was going to take off because I was supposed to be on the song, but that ain't never happened. Uh, so after all that happened, we were like, okay, start my own label. How about that? So we started off the label. We uh we was touring, doing a lot of stuff, making some decent money and so on and so on, and making the right moves, but we didn't have nobody to tell us what to do mm-hmm. with the money, you know, like they don't do with none of these artists. Mm-hmm. Just like you think these artists own all these Bentleys and Lambos, they don't, they're leased. Mm-hmm. All these houses that they got, all these plush cribs and pools and all that, they're they're mortgaged. So you'd be like, how can he go broke? He got a $50,000 mortgage. I feel, I mean, $50 million mortgage. What you mean, how did he go broke? Mm. If you don't go on tour and make that money, you come out broke. But that was the reason for starting a label because we didn't like the way people was doing their contracts and how they were doing people in the process of putting them on. It was just using you. you you're the talent, but you really ain't because they don't care about the talent. It's about the money and the people you know. That's facts. That's facts. And I'm so thankful that you're really just uh, being totally transparent and honest because most of the time what we see, what we see, we see all the glitz, the glamour, the high life. So we think, but we don't know the behind the scenes that most of this stuff, basically they, they can only keep it because they're constantly working. But if that's not happening, they can have the potential of losing everything because they're not teaching you money management and financing and how to distribute your different stuff. And so um, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. But then you, we would think that you are done because now you are a rapper. You done said, hold up. I know the paperwork. I'm not signing no bogus deal. So we're going to start our own label because we figured out how to do it the right way. But then you say, I'm not done yet. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start acting. So what made you say, I'm going to start <laughs> I mean, people, when I tell you Cal G is the, the real deal, he create opportunities and he don't ever stop. So what made you say, I'm, I'm not done. I'm going to start acting. Uh, you know, when you're growing up, you know, you're watching all the movies when you're growing up. You see all the TV shows while you're growing up. You're looking at them. You're looking you're like, man, you never say in your head, I could do that. You just keep looking and watching, and every week you run home, watch your show, and you, oh, such and such got shot, or whatever, whatever. She had a baby, they got married, blah, 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 blah. We were sitting there looking at her like, I could do that. That don't look that hard. 
So we went, put ourselves at acting school. What number though? Uh, what, two, three hundred dollars? Nothing major to go through one course. Then the other course, it gets discounted if you go through the rest. It's only three courses of acting. So it's not like it's rocket science. It's just wow. showing you a good liar. Because to be a good actor, you have to be a very good liar. Wow. Because you're going into characters that's really not you. Or, okay. Or, Go ahead. Go ahead. Or, Go ahead. Tell me some more. So what we did is we started being an extra first. So we can see how the set works, see who the production crew is, see the people on the set, the actors, blah, 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 blah. So we started out on Empire, Fire, Man, CPD, APB, blah, 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 blah. A couple movies, uh, The Nash Edgerton Project, this other movie, To Kill a Killer. Um, uh, Nash Edgerton Project, I played a basketball player that went to jail, you know, because I, I, I used to be real good at ball. I am still good at ball. But anyway, they, they wanted me to play because they see me playing with somebody. It's like, oh, you got to play the guy that, got, that went to jail that was the basketball player. So we did that scene. Then To Kill a Killer, which none of these were paid. These are all portfolio work. So you can, so I can meet the people, see how the cameras work, how the set work, how the catering crew work, all the people you network with, the design crew, the costume, the makeups, wardrobe, so on and so on. So after we learned everything, we actually got opportunity to act on the Empire. And they muted my lines, so I couldn't get my SAG card. <laughs> um, let's see, APP. You know the man Ernie Hudson, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got pictures with him. That's my homeboy. We we pretty cool. And uh, every time I show up on set, he come looking for me. Mm. Like, where McKill that? <laughs> where you go? We want to get the day started. He's like, nah, nah, where you at until you see me? He didn't want to start until you see me show up on set. Because he was trying to wing me and then they canceled the show. Wow, that's powerful. Boy, let me tell you, you just go ahead and just start writing stuff down in notebooks and journals so you can go ahead and get your biography going. <laughs> because that biography is going to be flipped into a lifetime movie. Because just listen to this, I'm like, this is a movie waiting to happen. The life yeah. of Mikhail. Yeah, I, I I ain't talked about the war. You, that's something altogether different. <laughs> I know. So I'm like, man, that'll be a that'll be something that I buy to watch. I'm like, yeah, I want to know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, whoo, okay, music, rapping, acting, a label, understanding the paperwork, basically speaking up for yourself and having your own voice because you had the foreknowledge to say. When you're looking at things, you didn't look as a spectator. You look as a person to learn and absorb and say, hold up, I'm going on this set. Yes, I'm going to be an extra, but I'm going to see how the systems operate so I can duplicate and learn what I need to do. And most yeah. people just so caught up in the moment. Ooh, I'm, a, I'm an extra on the show. I'm an yeah. extra on the movie. You were like, yeah, I'm an extra, but I'm extra looking around. Extra see. watching everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joke for you too. You know how they bring the carts out for the actors and they, they make the extras go eat somewhere else? Yeah. When they brought the carts out, they used to go over there with the actors. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how you do it. 
create an opportunity for you be a sponge to learn people okay so you guys probably thought not 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 really with all of that and then knowing that his lenience and what his family come from now you see why he got that tenacity and drive but he didn't stop there you know uh this man like no uh -uh, i'm not gonna do it someone said lol muhammad (laughs) (laughs) but let me tell you something okay so we think you stopped there, but no, you did not stop there. You end up developing your own shoe line, your own sneaker line. So tell tell us, why did you decide to develop? It just wasn't any old thing. You had to custom put this together. So yeah. tell us why you decided to do this. Um, For one, this might sound strange, a few other people, and it might not, but how many black-owned shoe companies we got? Not too many. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, how many? Yep, um, many. How, yeah. How many black shoe-owned makers do we got? Oh, definitely not. I, I don't even... I, I, that's a good question. I have never heard of anybody that... No. I so, so, we also got clothes, too, but that's we'll get into that in a minute. But the when, when people don't um comprehend that if you want something done sometimes you got to do it yourself so we did a lot of research going over websites we want to do cars next too so we're going to try that next but we uh we was just doing some research and we, we wanted some shoes that is comfortable the style that we like, not not what Nike requires or Gucci or Prada or, or, or Adidas or, or 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 whoever Reebok, whoever this Puma, K Swiss, because that's normally the shoes that we wear. Mm-hmm. You guys so we, look. This is custom. This is custom made. This is handmade. Look at this, handcrafted in Italy. This is designed by Mikhail or Cal G whatever you want to say, but literally you can go to aliveshoes.com. That's aliveshoes.com. That's A-L-I-V-E-S-H-O-E-S.com. Like they're not playing like military camp. (laughs) They're not playing. They're not playing with us. So go on over there and support them. I mean, literally, you know, I'm a person, I'm a visual learner. So when somebody say something, I like to show it. So everybody knows to go to the right place. And when you see uh, Mikhail Muhammad, that's our guy, okay? That's that's his website. So go ahead and check that out. So instead of going to all those other come support a Black-owned business from the from the top to the bottom, okay? That's doing Thank everything. You. That's doing everything. So, uh, so just go ahead and share some more things with us. Like, where do you want them to connect with you at? Do you have any more projects or anything else that you want to do? Are you offering any opportunities for ones who have music to be able to, you know, spin on your, I think, I think your wife call it spins on your show. Yeah, spin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm not familiar with that terminology. It's not my world. Podcasting <laughs> and streaming TV. That's my thing, but not the, not the music. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I'll put it to you like this. Uh, the, the, the camp, we produce non-curse word music. Yes. Non-woman defaming music. But it sounds so street and gangster, you're going to dance and bounce to it because of the way it's delivered and the way the beat is placed and the way it's placed with the beat, so on and so forth. It's like stitching a garment. 
You can't just take one piece and stitch it together and you got no garment. Now you got layers you're going to add to that garment to put that garment together to make it look like you want to look. That's how you build your songs. Mm -hmm. You don't build your song. You just get on there and rap. You trash. Don't nobody want to hear that. Where, 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 what are you telling me? What are you saying? Where are you directing me? Do I want my kids to hear this? Because exactly. I most definitely don't want none of my daughters to listen to no WAP. <laughs> At all. Mm. I'd rather them listen to anything. I'd rather listen to, to, to uh, uh, a rock band. <laughs> like, <laughs> listen to some of that stuff. But mm -hmm. what, we, what we're trying to do is get artists to deliver stories about their life, their selves, so on and so forth, stuff that they've been through without the profanity and the defamation of all black women because they treat women so, y'all, they treat our sisters so bad in music, it is unreal. And it's like it's accepted. Yeah, it is. You, you, women walking around dancing to the songs where they're calling you all types of B's and H's and, you know, so on and so forth. And you you dancing to it. Not this woman. <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> but, but the general population, yeah, everybody else. But not this one. I'm like, I ain't nobody be. Right. So that we want to change. So any artists that want us to hear their music or whatever, or critique them or record them or send them beats. We got beats online, so on and so forth. Um, and... Um, we say that because everybody seems like they're trying to be like the mainstream music. Mm -hmm. That that means you're not being an artist. You're being a copycat. Oh, that's fast. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. Artist is something that comes up with something all on your own. And you're so proud and so confident in you, what you came up with. You push it. How you think these other people got on? Mm -hmm. They pushed their agenda and got on. Just like I got another story about uh, uh, Shorty Lowe and, and, and your man Jeezy. Oh. <laughs> Jeezy's first album. Four beats on his first album. Shorty Lowe gave them to me first. Wow. And then took them back because Jeezy's people gave him juice money. And then Jeezy's album come out, boom. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know who else Shorty Lowe crossed, but somebody cut his brake lines. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So let me tell you something. You know a lot. You experience a lot. Literally, like, you could write a one epic book, okay, that can be flipped into a movie. I, I, I do got a movie script I just finished, too. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, listen, this man like, he need to be telling, he need to be having a movie. I knew it. <laughs> so you just keep me in the loop when that when that drop, because I'll be your first person to watch that movie, okay? And we bring you back on the show. <laughs> yeah. When it's ready. I knew it. I was like, wait a minute now. This, this is the making of a good movie. <laughs> yeah. We got a script. We got another script we about to do. That's going to be our life story. One other one we did is called Serial Killers. Oh, wow. It's about, it's about seven brothers who lose their wife and child to a serial killer. 
and they band together and start hunting the serial killers down. Wow. Okay. But keep us in the loop, in the know, especially about your uh, life story. I just simply enjoyed this so much. You telling your story, telling us. And and what I just loved about what you shared with us in this period of time was that you had challenges, you had struggles, but then you didn't look at them like that. You look at them as stepping stones to create your own dream and then you made them come true you know mm-hmm. very few people can do that most most of the time we are um sometimes conditioned and consumed with the environment in which we live in but even though you didn't have the ideal situation but you saw better you knew better that you like hold up this is just one stopping place in Mikhail's life but mm-hmm. my life this is this is listen I, I'm walking on purpose and this is what I'm getting ready to do and so I know whatever you touch, whatever you put in your mind to do, you're going to be able to do it uh, because you you did everything else. So whatever it is else you want to do, you'll be able to do it. (laughs) Uh, 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 I I can add some more stuff. You want me to add some more stuff then? Yeah, go add a little bit more in there. Uh, I'm a chef and a licensed barber. Uh, (laughs) Third degree black belt. Um... Ex Navy SEAL. Uh, let's see. <laughs> That's his publicist. <laughs> That's his publicist, people. <laughs> the Queen Candy podcast. <laughs> now, give me a shout out, boo. Give me a shout out. In the Queen Candy podcast, y'all. <laughs> someone, uh, one, someone in our um, virtual studio audience from Facebook said, "He do it all." Yes, <laughs> he do, and do it very well. She talked, uh, and then, and then Muhammad said, "Stop telling on me, LOL." <laughs> 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 all right, so tell us any place that you want our audience to connect with you on. Um, I know that you'll be playing uh, beats and stuff sometime on Clubhouse, you guys on the radio, you have the Queen Candy podcast. So tell them some other ways in which they can get in contact with you. I mean, technically, you can just go on to Google and type in Military Camp Records. Everything's going to pop up. I got a, pay, I got a business page on Google. Oh, see? If you not say, hey, hey, like I tell business owners, if you're not <laughs> Googleable, you don't exist. This brother is Googleable, okay? So you just he just said, but make it easy. Just go ahead over there and Google and just look him up, his label, and you'll be able to connect with him. Of course, make sure to stay connected with him. He also is on the Queen Candy Podcast. They do some things on Clubhouse. You can check out the Queen Candy Podcast on CTR Media Network. She's also on uh, radio. Y'all, you guys are on radio as well. So those of you who are artists, positive. Positive storytelling. And it don't don't gotta be always religious. Positive means other than just religious. Exactly. So (laughs) no cussing, no profanity, (laughs) but if you have some music and you would like to get it out, they do offer that opportunity for you guys to, they call it spins. Many people used to ask me, Tina, will you play my song? I said, this is not no, the Tina Man show not no radio. Listen, I don't know how to do that. Like, so 
this is the person that you get in contact with with the spins and they'll let you know whether or not you uh, fit their criteria the type of music that they air on their platform but literally their platform is everywhere including ctr media network but not just there it's all over the place so you will get an incredible amount of visibility and you have the knowledge of mikhail or cal g uh knowledge of this industry from the back to the front and all in between what nobody don't want to tell you. So I see some mentorship. <laughs> I see some mentorship for Cal to be doing, but that ain't free people. Mentorship is not free. So y'all trying to get up in this, this math, this, this music, you need to begin with somebody who know what they're doing. And I always, I, I preach strongly on mentorship and having coaches and, um, people who know, who already been what you're trying to go and will really just keep you safe because this industry can be a very, media can be a very treacherous place if you don't know where to go and who to be with that's really got your back in this industry. So you guys check out Cal G and uh, check them out online. We got another comment from the future. on time. That's how we learn. Yes, we girl, <laughs> learn from experience, but some of us, we can avoid them pitfalls if they just listen. <laughs> just listen. <laughs> yes. So, Cal G, I am just so excited that I was able to meet and speak with someone that is one of my favorite singers, which is Mahalia Jackson. And you're the great grandson of Mahalia Jackson. And I used to watch it like you were speaking earlier about the people that we watch on television, but we never even thought about being on television. Um, but I just watch her sing. I'm like, oh, I just love her singing. I just replay. <laughs> well, back in the day, we rewinded, you know, uh, we, we had to rewind. Now, yeah, I hate myself, you had to hold that, re that reverse button, <laughs> yeah, like, and hope the tape don't mess up, you know, don't that, pop. That's if it wasn't the real, the real, then you got to watch it go. <laughs> so, I'm aging myself. All the youngins that watch and listen to this show, they're like, what is a what is a rewind? Um, <laughs> look in your history book. Good there. You they don't know nothing about the dual cassette deck. They don't know nothing about <laughs> They don't know nothing about that kind of stuff. <laughs> but yeah, so make sure that you check him out on all social media platforms and stay tuned and in the know of what he's doing. If you are an artist and you have your own music, independent, you own your stuff, <laughs> make sure to give him a call and they can let you know how they can get your music on their platform so that people can hear you because and if, and if you don't own your music excuse me if you don't own your music i can show you how to own your music oh he just dropped the, he just dropped the gym <laughs> so all you out there thinking you own your stuff but then you turn around and re realize you signed i i i we got one that just steals the day you ready mm -hmm. You get on YouTube, right? You type in instrumentals, right? <clears throat> you run down through the instrumentals. You play the instrumental. Ooh, I like that. I like that. You go ahead and buy it, supposedly, for $20, $25, whatever. It's supposed to be exclusive, blah, 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 blah. And then you go ahead and do a song, and the right person hears it, and it blows up, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say you get a, a million uh, roads to spins. Mm-hmm. Okay, you get a million spins, so you're getting three cents per song when it's spin. The the producer getting two cents, or if the producer made the track, you didn't make the track, he getting three cents, you getting two cents. 
Oh, wow. So you can only get five cents per minute off of a song when it spins. I didn't know that. Yeah. So make a long story short, you think you got it going on. You did the song. You got a million hits. Bam. Now, the dude that made the track that only sold it to you for $25 shows up in court with his hard drive proving that he made the beat and takes all your money. <gasps> That's how you're not owning your own music. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. This is like a cold silence just happened. Like, oh, 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 oh. Guys, okay, definitely. They need to get in contact with you because you know this industry. You know how to do different things. Do not go out there on your own. No. That was... uh <laughs> Wow, like all that hard work, all them spins, and then somebody just say, whoop, yeah, I'm gonna wait till I'm just gonna sit here and wait for it to blow up. Uh -huh. And when it blow up, then I'm gonna take it. Yeah, you, wow. you, you know who goes through that on a regular basis? Instagrammers and TikTokers. You know what they do? They get on there, they pick a Cardi B song, they pick a, 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 a Fat Joe song, they pick a, a Nicki Minaj song, they pick a Drake song, they pick a Lil Wayne song, they start dancing. And they get a, a million likes and views and start dancing. They just start getting a check. They're like, ooh, I'm getting checks. And then checks start coming in. And checks start coming in. Checks start coming in. Then all of a sudden, you get a direct phone call on a phone number that you didn't know they had. And they say, hey, yo, you know, you know, you've been going viral on Instagram, right? You know, that you, you know, you got your hits. You've been getting checks. Um, you didn't cash none of them checks, did you? Why? Because you under copyright infringement. Those weren't your songs to be dancing to. Mm. You don't own your talent. Because you're dancing to somebody else's music. So you create beats, don't you? Everything. Okay, beats, people. I've been create you some, uh, some real beats <laughs> that you own. And when you popping and locking and dancing, <laughs> and you go viral this time, it'll be your checks. Correct. <laughs> That's the whole How are you going to blow up if you're paying everybody else instead of yourself? Facts. Wow. Oh, and you know how many people do that? All That's day. All what it's all about. All day, 24 7, seven days a week. Uh huh. And you're wow. never going to pitch ever. Wow. Because nothing That's is invested into you, you the product. And not even benefit. No. And it's a thing called copyright. It's a thing called publishing. Mm. It's a thing called trademark. Any artist needs to know what all these things mean. Yeah. Wow. Even you know what that means. You got yeah, to you, well, you know I know. <laughs> you know I know. But I mean, I just don't know the end and workings of music, but I know that some of the things are transferable. However, yep. you know the ins and outs of music, which is a whole different area within the media. See, what people, media is a, it's a, okay, media, the word media is an umbrella of so many different branches of entertainment, of movies, I mean, podcasts, and streaming. it's a lot, okay? Mm -hmm. And so everybody's, they have different little categories now they're starting to build because a lot of people now since the pandemic are starting to do different things. And now the law is trying to catch up with 
all of the modern technology to get their little hand on some of the stuff that's going. So it's a lot of stuff going on that's being in the making. So, so let me, it's a lot going on because people are being more independent, starting businesses and stuff. Who would have thought you could ever go to jail for your rap lyrics? <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, supposed to be freedom of speech, right? The the amendment <laughs> it's supposed to be. <laughs> Not to talk about a murder. Yeah, yeah. You so get how 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 could you get up there to that point to where you could put other people on to make an impact, and then you talk about stuff you did before you got there, and then they get you incarcerated. That's that's wow. It's People. called it's called know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. <laughs> <laughs> With all that being said, you guys, thank you, thank you so much for everyone that's been in the virtual studio audience on today. I know we went over a little bit, but it was just getting deep and juicy and we, and like when gems are being spilled i was like listen forget that we're gonna just have this conversation because apparently somebody need to hear this the, somebody going around they needed to hear all of this and those of you who are going to be listening on radio on the replay on watching later on spotify on ctr media network on the web tv all that stuff get in contact Get in contact with, uh, follow him on Instagram, Military Cal. Follow him, um, well, Military Camp Records. And make sure that you uh, check out his clothing, I mean, his shoe line. Yeah, clothing coming. And clothing coming, aliveshoes.com. That is aliveshoes.com. Let me spell it out for the people who are listening in. That's A-L-I-V-E. S-H-O-E-S dot com. Again, that is A-L-I-V-E-S-H-O-E-S dot com. Make sure to check him out. And like he said before, you can simply just Google him, baby, because he's Googleable to be able to connect with him. Thank you so much for telling us your story and also keep us in the loop when your biography, I know your movie about your life is going to be dropping sometime. So when that dropped, we want to know, want to bring you back on because I know that's going to not only be an interesting book to read, but it's going to be very good to see on screen. And you'll probably be acting in your own movie, being yourself at one point. Of course. Of course. Yeah, I know you will. You'll be directing and the lead. Of course. You can't do me. Exactly. With all that being said, have a great, amazing rest of your night. This has been the Tina Ramsey Show in Pockets. Make sure to tune in next week at 7.30 p.m. EST when we have another amazing featured guest to help motivate you and inspire you to live the best life that you have. And, and most importantly, to dream again and start walking in purpose. We have some of the most amazing men and women from all over the world here for you. And then take the knowledge and I want you to grow. Because you know it's, it's time to come share, shine, and grow on the Tina Ramsey Show. We'll see you next week. And thank you, Cal, for coming over. Thank you.
Welcome to the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast, a show to motivate you and introduce you to celebrities, authors, singers, coaches, and standout entrepreneurs that are making a positive impact in the world. Men and women coming together to share knowledge, having upbuilding conversations centered around business, wellness, education, and life. We connect you with some amazing people and opportunities. It's your time to shine, and we help you do that. We love sharing your stories of success and spotlighting you, the entrepreneur. We love to laugh. We love to smile. We love to celebrate you, and we love having fun. So go grab a seat, get a snack, and don't forget your beverage. It's time for you to come share, shine, and grow. Yes, it's time for the Tina Ramsey Show. Let's get started with your host, Dr. Tina J. Ramsey. Hello, hello, everybody. How are you doing tonight? I am so happy to be here with you tonight because we have our amazing feature guest, Cal G. He is changing the lives through hip hop freestyling. He is doing his thing. He says that it's time for him to share his story. And he's all the way born and raised in Philly. So I, you know, I love my old fashioned Philly cheesesteak. Okay. So he's a man at my own heart. And the interesting thing is not only is he very accomplished, but he is also the great godson of the epic Mahalia Jackson. So what I want to do, I want to bring him on so that he can finally tell his story in his words and so that you can get to know him and connect with him and what he do because he's bringing positivity to this rap world. And you know we need some positivity over there in that industry. So without further ado, let's bring on Cal G, the CEO of Military Camp Records. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. How's everybody doing? We, I'm doing great. I'm just so happy to be here because I know that you are a busy man. So the fact that you took the time to come on over to the <laughs> Tina Randall Show and share your story. We're all about storytelling and for you to share your story in your own words so people know the real real okay <laughs> at, right. the end, at the end of the day so first of all having such wonderful lineage coming being the great godson of Mahalia Jackson and then you're walking into your purpose and what you desire to do because you're not only a rapper or what you call freestyler but you're a producer mm-hmm. you're an entertainer Mm-hmm. And, you know, they just say that you're just an all-around hustler. So what gave you the drive to start doing everything that you're doing? <laughs> uh, well, that's real simple. When you grow up on the south side of Chicago, and um, like every other month, you got to hang a stitching cord out the window, you know, to the, to the power line on the bottom of the light pole in the alley, you know, to get power. Oh, wow. Oh, you know, you got to climb up on the, the telephone pole next door to get cable. Because, you know, back in the day, you, you put the, the splitter up. Yeah, 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 you could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we kept it on the down level. We, yeah, you could. <laughs> but that's what got us into the music. You know, we was looking at how we was living, all the stuff we had to go through. We was like, it's many ways we can make money. And we already talented in some, some type of way. We just didn't know what it was till we started listening to music. 
Okay, so you use music as an outlet for positivity for you. And I want to give a shout out to our virtual studio audience. We have Ashley in the building. She says, good evening. And we have Minima in the building. She said, hey, Queen Candy Podcast. Welcome. She said, (laughs) and she said, I wonder if he ever battled rap. Of course. All right, all right, Ashley. He said, "Of course, he battled." I got a story. I got a story for you on the battle rap. Uh, but before I go to the story, uh, you heard a song on the radio called "All I Want to Do Is Zoom, 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 Zoom." And you yes, know, just shake your off. Yeah, I wrote that song. Make a long story short, when I used to battle rap, I was uh, I just uh, went to the Navy. And was getting prepared uh, in SEAL training to deploy for Afghanistan and Iraq. Mm-hmm. And um, I went into this club. It's on base called. I can't think. Oh, uh, can't think. I don't remember the name of the club. Anyway, it'll come back to me in a minute. But anyway, yeah, go ahead and tell And uh, you know they had it. You know people was just moving around and playing music. They had a big stage with velvet red carpet on it. We was like, I like that stage. I got to get on that stage some type of way. Mm-hmm. So uh, we seen a couple guys in the corner battle rapping. So we went over there one at a time, battle rapped all five of them, bust them out. And after we finished battle rapping them, 10 more guys stepped up. I battle rapped all 10 of them, bust them out. Wow. And after I done that, the owner of the club said, I like the way you sound and you're a good battle rapper. What are we going to do? When you come in the club, we want you to host the club now. So when you come in, we give you the mic, Nino Brown bottle with the straw in it, with the spotlight on you, and you walk around and host the club. Wow. So we just walk around hosting the club, and then we took a break and went to the bathroom. This is how I met Teddy Riley. We went to the bathroom. We're in the bathroom trying to use the bathroom, and this guy's steady tapping on my shoulder trying to battle rap me while I'm using the bathroom. <laughs> So I'm like, could you let me finish using the bathroom, bro? I got you. Give me one second. So the bathroom turned around, ate him up, head to toe. He had his little couple of his guys with him, ate him up, head to toe. When I turned around and looked, everybody in the club was in the bathroom almost. And wow. in the hallway. Wow. And then they said, make a hole, make a hole. They made a little hole. Here come Teddy Riley. Hey, I want you to come to my studio and um, record a song. Because I like the way you get down. Do you got anything in mind? And I was like, yeah, I got a song for you. It wasn't called Just Shake Your Rump. It was called something else. But Yeah. <laughs> well, wow, wow, wow. I love it when we get that uh, behind the scenes of things and how things happen. But I'm sure everybody, especially uh, all of us from African-American, we know about Zoom, Zoom, Zoom and Boom, Boom. We <laughs> everybody know about that song. Whether you, we, we all know that song. So you said that. I was like, you wrote that? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So, still got got the lyrics. Wow. So, literally, when I'm listening to all the things that different people say that's on the show, it just, I can really just map things out. I just see how you just basically created opportunities for yourself just by just putting yourself out there. And many times people, they want, to be have an opportunity, but they don't go and take that leap of faith. And so by you taking that leap of faith, you created so many opportunities in a polar effect where everybody, where you met Teddy Riley and everybody was like, wait a minute, he need to be the MC. We need to put him on center stage. We, uh-huh. we like your energy. So people, <laughs> take it from Cal G. 
go ahead and do the thing. Okay. She said, wow, great story, LL. We definitely need, we definitely know that song. I, I got another story for you about another guy you know about. We call him Robert. That's his real name. Oh. We used to be downtown breakdance. We had a little breakdance group. We used to breakdance and rap, and he used to be the singer. Wow. He just currently got himself 30 years in the federal penitentiary. Y'all know. Mr. Robert Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we grew up with him. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow, yeah. it's a small world. So... When I think about all of this, what's going on, you you in Philly, you you have challenges, but yet you're not letting those challenges and struggles hold you back. You know that it's something better. You meant for better and you're going to be better. So you create these opportunities for yourself and then you start doing music. But you have a very unique way of doing music because you rap and you use it for positivity. But you said that you said, and I quote, I quote you because you was on, the, on another interview where you said that it's, uh, let me, I'm going to want to read it just like you said it because I thought it was very powerful. You said, I just think that rap music really need a change from what they're used to. What made you say that? And what is the change that rap music need to have? Oh, wow. Let's see where to start on that one. Okay. If you if you if you rewind back in time, let's go back to uh, the nineties, uh, late eighties, early nineties. Ooh, that's a good time. Yeah, take me back. <laughs> so you coming out of the era, the BDP, uh, Rock Kim, Eric B's, the 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 uh, Fat Boys, Run DMC, LL Cool J's, boom, uh, Cool Mo D's. You coming out of that era, right? Mm-hmm. So. After you get out of that era, then you jump to uh, Mob D, Biggie, Tupac, Digital Underground, so on and so forth. From right there, you got a whole switch in music. And let's not leave out NWA. Yeah. You got a whole switch in music from right there. It went from not dropping no knowledge to it made you think about something or how to start your business or how to get a hustle going that you could get money off of legally. It went from that to this, is the drugs you want to do. Mm. This is what you want to smoke. Pull your clothes halfway off your behind. Put all this extra stuff on you. Mm. Uh, Eve even had women wearing boxing shoes. Boxing shoes have no support, art support. They'll tear your back up. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, if they see it, they mimic it. So Tupac said he had his pants sagging so the world could kiss his you-know-what. Mm-hmm. Where Tupac at now? No shot. Just fat. Biggie, same flavor. I'm black and ugly, but whatever. I'm ready to die. Where's he at? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you recently go from there to today, look at all the rappers that was hot. Then it's dying now. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, when is the change going to hit that make us pull our pants up, look like gentlemen again? Women look like women again. You flip back to the 1920s, the early 20s and 30s, everybody had on suits. All the women had on long gowns, so on and so forth. Everybody dressed like they was going to a ball. Mm -hmm. So the change went from that to T-shirts to sagging pants to so on and so forth. And now we need to change that back into respectable looking young men and women that can still produce good music, mm-hmm. be good actors, be good business owners, be good doctors, be good lawyers, 
be good, whatever they want to be. Be good uh, uh, podcast hosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know what? I agree with it needs to be a change because imagery, messaging, and representation is very, very important. And when and when young people, when they really in their formative years where their their mind developing and their thought and their world perspective is developing, they seeing all this stuff. And in their mind, that's the only way to be accepted, to, to get on, to do what you want to do. But it's better ways to do it because you're right. Back in the day, they used to teach us how through the words, teach us how to build businesses. They should teach us about respect for men and women, right. um, family, love for family, your children. But now it's like, take them down, do this, do that now. And we get so caught up in the beat that right. we're not listening to the words. Right. Now, what would you rather hear? MC Light, Paper Thin, or WAP by Cardi? Of course, MC Light. Don't play with me. And Queen Latifah. Don't play. Don't play with me. Okay, let's not go there. Because that's, I mean, I like the real, real. I like the real, real. And I love storytelling. Things that make you think and help you grow. And that's why they still here now. Right. Those were female artists. Yes. And yes, yes. Uh, um, as I said, no, no. Um, Maya says, um, MC Light, no question. And um, we have Ashley. She said, Do you currently watch uh, Battle Rap? I'm sorry about that. I missed it. That was with the other question. Do I but, watch? Yeah, she uh, asked, Do you still do Battle Rap now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People, everybody's lunch meat. <laughs> everybody's a sandwich to get ate up. You know, if, if you if that's the arena you want to get in. All right. Well, you know what? So what we're going to do right now, you guys, I want you to hold tight because Cal G is in the building and he's spilling it all and he's telling his story (laughs) in his own words and also taking you on an amazing ride through history, telling them about his journey in this business and how he is changing the narrative with what he does. So we're going to have this commercial break and we'll be back in a moment with the amazing Cal G. CTR Media Network was created for today's podcasters. We provide a safe haven for content creators that are everyday people doing extraordinary things. We have a system of positioning, monetization training, coaching, and support for our podcasters' success. CTR Media Network simply bridges that gap with a level playing field for your dreams to come true cost-effectively. Our team provides a premium service and experience for our podcasters to grow. CTR Media Network provides access, support, resources, coaching, and community for our podcasters to win, if you put in the work. We believe that we are living in a unique time which requires you to share your message of hope with millions of people around the world. Remember that the world is never too saturated for you, your voice and message. A platform for positive impactful media where the content creators are in the driver's seat. Visit our website today by going to www.ctrmedianetwork.com. Yo, yo, right now I want to give a huge shout out to Tina Ramsey and the Tina Ramsey Show. I was a guest on her show about three months ago and the response was outstanding. And she continued to support my brand, continued to support everything that I do as an actor, as a singer, and as an author. Um, My book sales have skyrocketed. Uh, since I did her show. So I just want to give a shout out and a huge thank you to Tina Ramsey. And remember to hit Amazon and type in this week and get the book by Mac Wells that will inspire you, that will encourage you to have the best weeks of your life. Tina Ramsey, you the truth. 
And just like that, we are back. And I'm telling you, I am having, we are having an amazing conversation and a trip down memory lane. Oh, he just made me just start thinking about all the good songs in the 80s and 90s. Okay, so don't let me get started. This is about Cal G, so let me bring him back on. Welcome back. Now you're making me go back to the good old days, okay? When music was saying something, it meant something. So before the commercial break, we was talking about basically how you decided, okay, I'm gonna tell my story in my own words and you also telling me about the rap the rap battles that you had and interesting people that you met mm -hmm. okay with all that being said people say well surely this is probably the only thing that he do because this keep him busy enough but let me tell you some people this man here is also ha has his own production company he he has a music career so i want you to tell us about what made you decide to start military camp records Oh, wow. Okay. Well, of course, you already know I'm ex-military. Yeah. That, that was one of them, the name-wise. Starting the label was, uh, we went to school to uh, Art Institute of Houston, got our degree in music and video business. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to learn the ins and outs. That's why we, when we was down there in Houston, um, we met up with, um, you know, these guys too, Pimp C, Bun B. I knew who they was before anybody even knew who they was, period. Mm. We were teaching him how to rap. Killer Mike, his first album was named after my old rap name, M-I-C. I taught him how to rap. Uh, so while we was doing all that, while we was in school, we had started a production company instead of a late. Oh, okay. All right, you guys. So we're going we're gonna to bring him back on in a moment, having a small little difficulties. But he was but he was speaking about his label that he's actually starting. And what I like about Cal G as he come back on, um, he's doing something about, it. you know how sometimes you have a problem, but then you create a solution to the problem. So what I'm going to do right now, I, I'm going to bring Cal G back on and okay. go ahead and finish uh, what you were saying about you decided to start a label. Okay. Okay. So like I said, when you start a production company, you only get 45% opposed to a label getting a hundred percent. Just like if you are sole proprietor, you get a hundred percent. If you are LLC, you get 45%. People don't know this stuff. So once we figured that out, we like, well, we might as well just start a label. Mm -hmm. So at that time we was talking with uh, your boy, Lil J, Rap-A-Lot CEO. <laughs> And uh, he offered us a 10-year deal with no advance hmm. and in the hopes that if your song doesn't go triple platinum, you get shelved and no release for 10 years. Wow. So we didn't sign that. So we skipped over that. Then we got this other production company wanted us to do something with them. They wanted us to sign. We was only going to get 2%. We didn't sign that. Mm -hmm. Then we... Uh, uh, well, I, that's a whole nother song before I get the shorty low. That's a whole nother story. Uh, <laughs> uh, so from that point, we was like, okay, all these contracts is bogus. Mm -hmm. All y'all really saying here is you want the money. The artist is really going to be nothing but a puppet. And you're just going to benefit from all his puppetry that you're going to make him do. Wow, wow, wow. And so many times we hear these stories of just think about TLC. 
let's just think about TLC for a moment. If you know the life story about TLC, how they was selling out concerts, triple, double platinum, and they was broke. And so Cal G is really sharing all of this with us and how, but he was able to read the contract and understand what was going on beforehand. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to bring Cal G back on so he can continue his story about this because this, all of you that want to get into this music biz, it's more than just doing your passion and singing and, and rapping. You need to understand the paperwork. Just don't sign over your life and be an indentured slave. No. That's basically what it is. <laughs> so go ahead, so, Cal. Take it away. So I'll make a long story short. We did all that, looked at all these contracts, hung out with all these people, checked them out, performed at all their shows, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then we we really wanted to start our label technically after we ran into uh P, y'all call him Master P. But when we ran into P, he was riding around in an all red PT cruiser with bout it, bout it written all over the car. Mm. And he was asking me if I thought the song was gonna take off because I was supposed to be on the song, but that ain't never happened. Uh, so after all that happened, we were like, okay, start my own label. How about that? So we started off the label. We uh we was touring, doing a lot of stuff, making some decent money and so on and so on, and making the right moves, but we didn't have nobody to tell us what to do mm-hmm. with the money, you know, like they don't do with none of these artists. Mm-hmm. Just like you think these artists own all these Bentleys and Lambos, they don't, they're leased. Mm-hmm. All these houses that they got, all these plush cribs and pools and all that, they're they're mortgaged. So you'd be like, how can he go broke? He got a $50,000 mortgage. I feel, I mean, $50 million mortgage. What you mean, how did he go broke? Mm. If you don't go on tour and make that money, you come out broke. But that was the reason for starting a label because we didn't like the way people was doing their contracts and how they were doing people in the process of putting them on. It was just using you. you you're the talent, but you really ain't because they don't care about the talent. It's about the money and the people you know. That's facts. That's facts. And I'm so thankful that you're really just uh, being totally transparent and honest because most of the time what we see, what we see, we see all the glitz, the glamour, the high life. So we think, but we don't know the behind the scenes that most of this stuff, basically they, they can only keep it because they're constantly working. But if that's not happening, they can have the potential of losing everything because they're not teaching you money management and finance and how to distribute your different stuff. And so, um, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. But then you, we would think that you are done because now you a rapper, you done say, hold up. I know the paperwork. I'm not signing no bogus deal. So we're going to start our own label because we figured out how to do it the right way. But then you say, I'm not done yet. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to start acting. So what made you say, I'm going to start, I'm going to start acting. I mean, people, when I tell you Cal G is the, the real deal, he create opportunities and he don't ever stop. So what made you say, I'm, I'm not done. I'm going to start acting. Uh, you know, when you're growing up, you know, you're watching all the movies when you're growing up. You see all the TV shows while you're growing up. You're looking at them. You're looking and you're like, man. You never say in your head, I could do that. You just keep looking and watching, and every week you run home, watch your show, and you, oh, such and such got shot, or whatever, whatever. She had a baby, they got married, blah, 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 blah. We were sitting there looking at her like, I could do that. That don't look that hard. 
So we went and put ourselves at acting school. What number though? What two, three hundred dollars? Nothing major. To go through one course, then the other course it gets discounted if you go through the rest. It's only three courses of acting. So it's not like it's rocket science. It's just wow. showing you a good liar. Because to be a good actor, you have to be a very good liar. Wow. Because you're going into characters that's really not you. Or, oh, okay. Or, Go ahead. Go ahead. Or, Go ahead. Tell me some more. So what we did is we started being an extra first. So we can see how the set works, see who the production crew is, see the people on the set, the actors, blah, 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 blah. So we started out on Empire, Fire, Med, CPD, APB, blah, 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 blah. A couple movies, uh, The Nash Edgerton Project, this other movie, To Kill a Killer. Um, uh, Nash Edgerton Project, I played a basketball player that went to jail, you know, because I, I, I used to be real good at ball. I am still good at ball. But anyway, they, they wanted me to play because they see me playing with somebody. It's like, oh, you got to play the guy they got they went to jail that was the basketball player. So we did that scene. Then to kill a killer, which none of these were paid. These are all portfolio work. So you can so I can meet the people, see how the cameras work, how the set work, how the catering crew work, all the people you network with, the design crew, the costume, the makeups, wardrobe, so on and so on. So that we learned everything. We actually got opportunity to act on the Empire. And they muted my lines, so I couldn't get my SAG card. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see, APB. You know the man Ernie Hudson, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got pictures with him. That's my homeboy. We we pretty cool. And uh, every time I show up on set, he'd come looking for me. Mm. Like, where McKill at? (laughs) Where he go? We want to get the day started. He's like, nah, nah, where you at until you see me? He didn't want to start till you see me show up on set. Because he was trying to wing me, and then they canceled the show. Wow, that's powerful. Boy, let me tell you, you just go ahead and just start writing stuff down in notebooks and journals so you can go ahead and get your biography going. <laughs> because that biography is going to be flipped into a lifetime movie. Because just listen to this, I'm like, this is a movie waiting to happen. The life <laughs> of Mikhail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ain't talked about the war. That's something altogether different. I know. So I'm like, man, that'll be a that'll be something that I'll buy to watch. I'm like, yeah, I want to know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, ooh, okay. Music, rapping, acting, a label, understanding the paperwork, basically speaking up for yourself and having your own voice because you had the foreknowledge to say, 